From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Hey, welcome back to Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. I had a bit of a hiatus because we all have hiatuses in life. So let's go ahead and just move on to Pinocchio, the latest movie on Disney Plus and the latest remake from The Mouse House. And I will say this. You know what? Maybe Robert Zemeckis needs to retire. <laughs> I, I want to say that, that I'm, I admire Robert Zemeckis. I do. I think that he is going to be remembered as one of the most inventive, innovative, and I would say special effects heavy directors of all time. He really knows how to make special effects part of the narrative. It almost seems like, you know, a lot of these films that are coming out that have a lot of special effects put the special effects first and then the narrative. He does the opposite. The narrative is first and the special effects serve the narrative. And I'm going to say this, maybe Pinocchio isn't so terrible because Robert Zemeckis made it and it would have been worse with a lesser director. But I also think that Robert Zemeckis, I'm going to be honest with you, kind of needs to retire because this is not the last film that I've seen of his that I am disappointed in. I do find myself disappointed with Robert Zemeckis as a director as of late. And I will say this, that he is great. He is a great director, but you know, I, I just think that sometimes we need to retire. And it's like Andrew Lloyd Webber, in my opinion. Please retire. You've had a good run. We we don't need more. We really don't need more, especially considering that Welcome to Marwin and The Witches were both unexceptional movies, and I thought both of them were pretty bad. And Pinocchio, I don't know if it's the worst one, because Welcome to Marwin was pretty bad. <laughs> I know I know people out there who enjoyed it, and I thought, this is egregious, this is terrible, it's cheesy, it's corny, it's really corny. And Pinocchio, I just think is boring. It's unambitious. So for those of you who are not familiar with the story of Pinocchio, Pinocchio is a story of the little wooden boy. His nose grows when he lies. He is this little wooden boy who has to prove himself in order to become a real boy. Um, there's this toy maker named Geppetto who wishes for Pinocchio to be real. He gets to be real thanks to the Blue Fairy. And then Pinocchio goes on all these little adventures and with all these with this cricket that's supposed to be his conscious Jiminy Cricket. And then what else happens is uh, Pinocchio encounters all sorts of troublesome things. He encounters a talking fox. He encounters uh, Stromboli, this man that wants to make him into a puppet show and then like exploit him because, you know, capitalism. And then you also have, well, Pleasure Island, this horrible place where let's just say children don't come back as boys and might somewhat be a metaphor for something a little bit more inappropriate than a Disney movie is allowed to be. So Pinocchio is a very fascinating property because it is again a film that is based on the original film I mean the original 1940 film which is one of the greatest movies ever made if you have never seen it you're doing yourself a disservice please go watch that it is a great movie in fact you should watch that instead of watching this 
that's my review right there. Please go watch the original 1940 movie. So the original 1940 movie is kind of an interesting legacy because it, again, is another Disney movie that has made its original source material almost obsolete in terms of popularity. It's also like really remarkable for the fact that it pioneered a lot of animation, especially with how they draw water, especially with how they animate like children and adults. Because if you watch the original Snow White, the way they animate Snow White's a little different than the way they animate Geppetto and the Blue Fairy. So it was innovative. Uh, Snow White was this movie that changed the world and was like the first feature-length animated motion picture, or at least the first major animated motion picture. Uh, back then, it, they were shorts, but then Snow White was a full-on movie. And then Pinocchio came and sort of was like, you know what? We proved we can do these live act, uh, not live action, but like animated full length movies. And now let's go ahead and make an even more ambitious, bigger motion picture. And that's why Pinocchio seems bigger and grounder because of the fact that they had more money, more budget. They also had bigger ambitions and they also had a book in which they can pick and choose stuff without having to stick directly towards a beginning, middle and end because Pinocchio is very episodic as a book. So, you know, it lends itself a little bit more towards, you know, making it a little bit bigger than it is it's a very small potatoes book to an extent i'm gonna leave it at that i'm gonna say that that book even if you have a big imagination the book the way it's written it might not inspire the big imagination but it's there and so pinocchio is a great movie the original at least then later on there's a bunch of like pinocchio remakes and this year between last year and this year there are like five pinocchio adaptations being made what one were the roberto benini which you know is in itself an, an interesting choice it looks good and then del toro is going to have one in a couple months from now that i'm going to review just because you know i gave this one a chance i want to give his ch a chance considering that it actually looks like it's trying something new in this case I think the biggest problem is that they didn't even try to go for something new. Instead, they st they stayed so faithful to the original that they forgot the charm. They forgot to be as charming. They forgot to be as witty, th th magical. And so instead, now we have this soulless imitation of an original great Disney movie. And the original Pinocchio movie is often cited as the best animated film the, pr the studio has ever produced. Heck, even the best film the studio has ever, ever made. So it is an important landmark in cinema. And this is an a very, very, very cheap looking imitation to the point that you might even say to me, but Brian, it's made with this budget. You know, it has a budget for Disney Plus. Disney's not a cheap studio. Well, you know, even if I say cheap, maybe not in dollar signs, cheap in terms of ambition. There's this one part where they go to Pleasure Island, which is one of the biggest, most grand sequences in the original um, film. And the thing about it is that when they do Pleasure Island in this movie, it is so, so reduced to the point that you only stay on a boat ride or you stay in the small corner of a screen this is a place that i think needed a grand wide shot like i can't imagine robert zemeckis thinking that pleasure island needed to be reduced to a bunch of close-ups close-ups and static shots 
there needs to be a wide sprawling shot of this entire place the original pinocchio understood that pleasure island had to look big and grand and a lot of fun and this movie also makes a lot of weird narrative decisions first of all luke evans please luke evans please 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 stop being in these movies because he is a talented actor he is he is overused in these remakes please give him if there's a director out there that recognizes how talented luke evans is give him a part he does not have to be in disney remakes he does not have to continuously be getting those checks he has to do something better with his career i'm just saying that but i think another reason why i have a problem with this is that they change a lot of things that make pinocchio's decisions rather odd i know in the original pinocchio you know pinocchio he makes mistakes he isn't meant to be a perfect little boy in fact that's partly the reason why he becomes you know what he becomes at the end of the movie because he is brave and he has to grow and he has to change and all that so there are some decisions in this movie that for better or for worse without spoiling too much because again i want to be considerate of those who do want to see it for yourselves there are decisions that this remake makes like pinocchio's reaction to pleasure island is that he's horrified by it he's horrified by it before the horrible things start to happen and i think to myself you know what why why would he even agree to go to pleasure island to begin with because in the original story pleasure island is this place that pinocchio is enthralled with and he is he participates in it he actually actively participates in the madness to an extent he even drinks a little bit in the original in this case like the kids pinocchio it almost seems like they want to make sure pinocchio doesn't come across like a bad influence and it's so ridiculous because the original pinocchio well he's not supposed to be a perfect character and it's okay if like children see imperfectly behaved people on screen it's it's absolutely ridiculous i mean it's not like caillou where it's absolutely annoying i saw an episode of caillou once with somebody i was babysitting and i can tell you absolutely annoying but it's different because pinocchio does learn a meaningful lesson at the end of those of the movie and that's part of his arc is that he's supposed to prove that he's brave truthful and so a lot of his decisions in these move in this movie and a lot of his like emotions don't really fit a meaningful arc in fact you're like okay well the blue fairy in that moment should have given him his you know his wish i think that it i think that it's an interesting it's an interesting decision to make Pinocchio less imperfect, and I think that's a very wrong decision. In fact, part of the charm is that Pinocchio is supposed to make mistakes and then grow from them. But you know what? Maybe, I'm not a screenwriter. How would I know? Uh, oh, no, but I actually do know. I think they should make imperfect characters. It's okay, filmmakers. It's okay for children to see imperfect people on screen. And another thing I want to say is that, again they they do this thing where i personally think that they just do this zemeckis thing where it feels very random like things are just moving really fast and it's like this movie is rushing but then it has like these boring moments where like nothing really happens like the pleasure island stuff i was so bored by it and yet like the stuff before it were like so fast paced and there's also this weird decision to reduce the music from pinocchio the original pinocchio which had great music by the way like 
they've had give a little whistle they've had when you wish upon a star which is greatly reduced as a song which is unfortunate because there's a reason why that movie the original movie starts with that song and i don't think that they should reduce it by any means and making some of the jokes that they made at that song's expense i'm like okay don't do that and then they also just reduce like the song high fiddly d which is a great song they reduce these classic beloved songs to either not appearing or they reduce it to a point where it's almost like a reprise you know at the end of a musical when they reprise one or two lines and it's fun it feels like all these songs are reprises except for one very odd song in the end towards the middle point when before they go to pleasure island again i'm harking on this pleasure island sequence because i think it really is illustrates how the problems of this movie you know it's sort of like you have a feeling that this movie isn't good the pleasure island sequence makes you understand that it isn't good and it's also really corny it just shows you that like that most things from animation don't translate to film like in the original version like they're not monsters you might not understand what i mean but in this version they have smoke monsters which okay in the original movie they they weren't monsters they were just human beings that were drawn in the shadows it is kind of odd that they did that i don't know it just doesn't translate in fact it looks like like a marvel movie almost like it's like okay and i mean that in a bad way when marvel has these weird decisions <sighs> i'm trying really hard to not be super negative but it's just not a very it's just not a good movie it's not a good movie at all and so when you have these like translation moments from animation to live action you just don't really care and to get back to that one song about pleasure island it's it was a badly written song it's also badly choreographed and i also think they do that stuff where like they have children singing it in a way that they're trying to give the children like attitude and it's like you know i've seen so many musicals try this don't do this you're not a good enough robert zemeckis is not a good enough director anymore to do that i will give robert zemeckis his flowers for back to the future for who framed roger rabbit but i will take some flowers away for this movie right give him his flowers right now but not for this movie and it's it tells you a lot about how privileged certain directors are in hollywood that they can make mediocre movies and then still be able to produce movies even for streaming services which is still considered like an honor so pinocchio is also in my opinion a product it is a product of the streaming era it is a film designed to be a product for people to consume on screen to be able to watch and then purchase their subscription to disney plus maybe for the whole year even it is a product designed specifically as content and i think that is a cynical move on disney to produce content for disney plus that becomes products i'm actually concerned about hocus pocus too i think hocus pocus the original is not that good either way it's never been that good of a movie it's more of a cult classic that has its fun campy moments but it's an accidental camp classic i am concerned about its sequel more than anything i think its sequel may not be what people want but you know we'll we'll let that slide until it comes out i will be reviewing hocus pocus i am excited to see it but i'm also you know unsure about how to feel about it and so then you also have this and then you have this movie that is a product it is a product 
Pinocchio is not a movie. It is a product. It is a, it's an imitation of something that you love. So it gaslights you into watching it, into thinking that it's as good as the original. That is to me embarrassing to watch. That is embarrassing for me because it's like, you know what? I feel like this one is trying to gaslight me and there are many children out there that are going to see this movie instead of the original. And that is a shame. That is a shame that live action movies exist because they always get seen as serious cinema, whereas the original animated movie is serious cinema. If you care about the state of of cinema, then go support something like the original Pinocchio instead. Give that the big platform instead of this movie. And I I do want to say one or two positive things, if I may, is that, you know what? In this soulless, effortless, wasted movie... Cynthia Rubio, Keenan-Michael Key, Tom Hanks, and Joseph Gordon-Lovett, they do give, if anything, you know, I'm going to say this. They give, they are inspired choices. They give decent performances. Cynthia Rubio is an inspired choice to play the Blue Fairy. It is a shame that she only has one scene. It's a cameo, which is like, you know, there's a reason why the Blue Fairy shows up more than once. But I also think that Keenan Michael Key is an inspired choice to play Honest John, and he gives probably my favorite performance in the entire movie. And the fact that if they ever did a remake, hint, hint, if they ever did another adaptation of Pinocchio that wasn't by Disney imitating its original, let's say you're a filmmaker that wants to make a Pinocchio remake with Honest John, the character of Honest John, you know, Keenan Michael Key is great. Go go look at him. He's actually really good. And I think he does a pretty decent job singing the part in it. But I will say this, that Joseph Gordon Lovett as Jiminy Cricket didn't recognize him, shows clearly that he is a very capable actor, that he's able to hide his voice. And so even though all these actors, even though all these people are famous actors, they do a good job of for the most part, not distracting me, except maybe Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, I was kind of fully aware that that was Tom Hanks the whole time. And Geppetto, you know, Geppetto in the original movie, the fact that he is a certain kind of way fits versus this Geppetto where it's like, okay, I get what they were trying to do. And Tom Hanks is really trying to give a good performance. He he can't sing, first of all, but he is trying to give a good performance. And I get distracted by the fact that he is like, a guest star it's sort of like when you watch like a tv show and you have a guest star and the audience applauds the guest star to the point that it gets annoying that's how it feels here it feels kind of like this is a guest star in a movie like a tv show and you're totally thinking you know what i i'm going to enjoy them and the whole time you're aware that they're there you're distracted by the fact that it's tom hanks he's a great actor but he is a guest star he feels like a guest star that is the guest star. He is not a character. But I do want to say that a Benjamin Evan Ainsworth, you know what? This is a good first performance by him. If this is his first performance, which actually, no, I remember him being in the Blind Manor movie and in Flora and New Releases. I'm going to say if this is a good first voice performance by this actor, I'm impressed. Very good job. That actor does a good job with the role he has. Again, There is good acting in this, but it is a soulless imitation. It is a product by the Disney machine for Disney+. 
it is cynical. I think Robert Zemeckis really needs to sort of retire and really reevaluate why he's making the movies that he's making. It's like he's made three bad movies in a row and two re bad remakes in a row. It's a shame that a once admirable director like Robert Zemeckis gets stuck making movies like this. It's a shame. I also think that this movie is just a product. It's a movie, but it's a movie that serves only to create content for Disney Plus. Go watch the original 1940 movie. It's a great movie. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. Don't end up watching products when you have cinema. Stay tuned for more reviews from Flicks and Picks. Thank you.